in this bulletin. The hostages released by Hamas named. Aid trucks yet to move into Gaza through the Rafah crossing. And in sport, Australia celebrates a Cricket World Cup win over Pakistan. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. The United States says it's working behind the scenes to secure the release of every hostage being held by Hamas in Gaza after two of its citizens became the first to be released. A mother and daughter from Chicago, Judith and Natalie Raynan, have been released. Hamas says the action's been taken for humanitarian reasons. The pair are the first to be released from a group of 200 people who were abducted by Hamas in raids two weeks ago. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has thanked Qatar for helping to secure the freedom of the two women. Since the early hour, earliest hours of this crisis, uh, the president has made clear that he will do everything possible to secure the release of every hostage. Uh, during my own recent travel to the region, I emphasized the urgency and importance of this to uh, the United States and pressed our partners to do everything they can uh, to help us secure the release. Uh, since that time, we've continued to work relentlessly with partners to do just that. I can't speak publicly about the details of, of these efforts. I, I know you understand that. The United Nations Secretary-General, Antonio Guterres, is used to visit to Egypt's crossing with the Gaza Strip to make an emotional appeal for aid trucks to move into the besieged enclave. It comes days after the US raised hopes of a diplomatic breakthrough. Standing at the Rafa crossing, Mr Guterres described the delay in delivering food, water, medicines and fuel to those in need as heartbreaking. It is essential to have fuel on the other side for UNRWA to be able to distribute humanitarian aid for the population in Gaza. At the same time, this is a war zone and that is the reason why I've asked for a humanitarian ceasefire. Rafa Crossing has remained shut since Israel began its bombing of Gaza in retaliation for the Hamas attack on Israel on October the 7th. Wrangling over conditions for delivering aid has delayed the reopening. Israel has demanded a mechanism to inspect the aid, while Western states have been pushing to evacuate foreign passport holders from Gaza. Celebrations for the 50th birthday of the Sydney Opera House have continued, with the iconic building being illuminated with a laser light show. The building was lit up with the show designed by Australian audiovisual artist Robin Fox last night. Today, the Opera House will have its first open day in eight years, with 37,000 people having signed up for a free tour. Local resident Stephen Johnson says the Opera House is a building that has stood the test of time. The Opera House is one of the most iconic and recognisable buildings in the world. Um, it was born out of a... Um, a wild, crazy idea. It's been turned into one of the most astonishing buildings. It's hosted an amazing number of performances and performers over 50 years. And at the end of it, it's a, um, you know, it, it stands today and it, it hasn't really aged. It, it is just an absolutely iconic building. The Opera House was officially opened by Queen Elizabeth II on October the 20th, 1973. Delays meant it took 14 years to build. The unique design came from Danish architect Jorn Utzen, whose idea was chosen from more than 200 submitted from around the world. And to sporting cricket, David Warner has paid tribute to his partner opening the batting for Australia at the Men's World Cup, Mitch Marsh, after the pair spearheaded a crucial Australian win over Pakistan in the southern Indian city of Bengaluru. 
Warner and Marsh put on a whopping 239-run opening partnership after Pakistan won the coin toss and made Australia bat first. That set up Australia's score of 367, which Pakistan could not overhaul. The Aussies winning by 62 runs after dismissing Pakistan for 305. Player of the match Warner says the result couldn't have been achieved without Marsh. I was just so ecstatic for him. You know, he's a, he's a great man to have around the change room. He's the life of the party, um, brings out the best on everyone, and and that's what you that's what you need in teams. And and you know, in, in, in these back up against the war games, you, you you need that. Australia is now in the fourth spot with five more games to play. They've won their last two games after losing their first two, and that's the latest from the SBS newsroom. Yeah.